You're listening to a message brought to you by Christian Life Church Hereford. If you would like to find out more about us, go to www.clch.cc. Good morning, church. So before, uh, this is part of my preaching, so it's counting with my preaching time as well. <laughs> I just can't miss the opportunity to say how, uh, how glad I am. How, because God is making us grow. We have, uh, and I was seeing the pictures and the photos of people uh, saying goodbye to Blake in Brazil. And I saw him dancing everywhere with the uh, teens over there. And he's coming. And yesterday I went to pick up Adriano at the airport. Uh, and my heart is rejoicing because God is making us grow. And I just want to make something prophetic today. So, Adriano, can you stand up again, please? And I would like, because he's a part of a process. When Blake went to Brazil, I remember something he said really clearly, that his heart wants to be the first of many. Re recognizing and reestablishing again this process uh, between Brazil and UK. When you receive Adriano, when you invite him for a meal, you are looking after my family. And I could never be so grateful to you by when you come to this guy and say, don't worry, I'll heal you on the no coffee thing. <laughs> well, you did this to me with curry. I'm still not healed. I still don't like curry. But I, come on, it's because I never tried my curry. I'm going to make my curry for you. Uh, but when you look after him, when you invite him for a coffee, for hot chocolate, for something, you are looking after my family. And I could never be more grateful for that. And he's a second. And I believe that this morning I want to make a commitment with a third one. Levi, can you just stand up, please? I believe that someone on the side is crying a little, but he'll be back, don't worry. <laughs> I believe that this man will be the third. Can I have an amen for that? Yes. yes. So we are looking for flights on that. And I want you, and I'm making a full commitment to send this man next year to Brazil. And I want to help on that. And I want to make sure that uh, he will meet the family over there. As uh, Tony said on, the, on Vision Sunday, our heart is for him to go in January, if God allows so. Uh, and I want to raise some sponsors for that as a church. Uh, so if you want to find out how can you support this process, how can you uh, be hosting, how can you be receiving, how can you be sending, how can you be supporting financially, supporting with your prayers, please, at the end, come back to me. Because I want to make sure, and we want to make sure that this process will be non-stopable. Okay? Uh, passport is ready. Get in there. Brilliant. Praise God. <laughs> yes. It's part of a process. And it's your family. And it's God making us grow. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, all my preaching today, as you know, I'm preaching about grow. And I don't like to do things normally. You know that, yeah. Sometimes I think next, tomorrow, Tim going to put me on the next flight back to Brazil. But he's still merciful to me. <laughs> so I cannot preach about grow alone. It's impossible. It breaks a principle. It breaks a non-negotiable principle about growth. Uh, so I said, uh, I want to preach about growth with two great friends of mine. They probably don't like me anymore because I invited them to preach with me. But please, can I have Tony Vedmore and Joe Smith, Joel and Smith, on the stage with me, please? Can we get some chairs? Yeah. And you're going to understand why, okay? 
Are you growing? Come on, I like some answers over here. Are you growing? Yes, we are growing. Please, yeah. Hallelujah. I thought to have like a cup of tea, biscuits or something, but it would take me too much time. Hallelujah. Most beautiful people over there and then myself over here. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't do that. Hallelujah. Well, I left my ball at home. And that's the beauty of children. Yeah. 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 So Eliana didn't want her, so... He was trying to hide over here, but he spotted. So this is... Um, I invited two friends of mine to be here on the stage together with me because I made a choice. I didn't want intentionally to preach about growth alone. Because there's a principle. Let's just understand. First of all, we are talking about the four pillars of our vision as Christian Life Church. So we had, first of all, we had uh, the amazing Mitchells talking and it was beautiful wasn't it no actually we first had hannah because i was in here i was in ross i'm sorry so i was in ross first and we had hannah sharing about god-centered and come on we know hannah's heart and how just she loves god and how she's putting out her blessings over us uh, then we had the mitchell's sharing about connect and it's been a personal testimony of that and as we talk about growth, which is our fourth, uh, our third uh, point of, of our vision, why we're talking about this, uh, I, made, I, I told myself, I, I don't want to preach alone. I don't want to share alone. So I invited people that, on my eyes, I'm seeing them growth, grow incredibly this last year. They are part of my life group, and I said, I want to do with people that are growing, because it's part of what we believe that we want to see as a church. If you see, if you just read before our statement about growth, can you put, please? Next two slides. Jesus has recognized us to God, but we are not perfect yet. His spirit working in us frees us from the things that harm us. His spirit makes us more like Jesus. We desire inner transformation, lifelong growth. And the next one, please. We seek a church where God's... Shall we read this together? Yes. We seek a church where God's spirit transforms our lives to make us more like Jesus, where every person grows and develops in their faith and is trained and equipped for life and ministry, enabling them to fulfill their God-given destinies. A church where there is multiplication of gifts and ministries to new people and the next generation. A church that is called to act as a resource for the wider church in Hereford and beyond. So I invited them and I remember I created this WhatsApp group, just the three of us. I said, look, I'm preaching and would like you guys to preach with me. And then we're talking about what we wanted to share about Grow. And then Joe said, oh, look, but we cannot do this just on the WhatsApp. We're going to have to get together. And I said, he got the idea. He understood the idea. That more than thinking of something, the idea and the heart is that it's impossible to do anything and I'm not preaching about connect, but it's completely connected. It's impossible to grow without being together. 
so we're gonna all be talking a little bit and I just want to read with you why I invited them to come together with me. Can you open quickly your Bible in Ephesians chapter 4? The time's over there, yes. There is a lie that most of the time we believe and we need to stop believing on that. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 says like this. 4.11 So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers to equip his people for work of service so that the body of Christ can you repeat after me the body of Christ and I lost over here sorry yeah maybe built up until we can you repeat after me all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure can you repeat after me the whole measure of the fullness of God then we will be no longer infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by the every wind of teaching and by the cunning of crafting of people in their deceitful schemes instead speaking the truth of love repeat after me we will grow to become in every respect I don't need to repeat again the major a mature body of him who is the head that is Christ from him the whole body joined whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work there's a common lie when you're talking about growth that we need to stop believing i will never grow if the people that are walking with me are not growing in church in our life as with Jesus Christ it's impossible for me to grow if my brothers and sisters walking with me are also not growing now give you proof of that my left hand has the same level of maturity of my right hand my feet is the same age as my head the body unless the body grows together it's impossible for the body to grow at all and we commonly believe that it's, there's a possibility for me to grow and oh my goodness in church there's no much resource I've been I've been growing by myself I've been growing because I go to podcasts I've been growing because I am doing something to grow but the church not helping me to grow my friend it's impossible for us to grow if the body is not growing together so therefore my effort and that's why I invited them to come over here because they are growing and I am now sending them and I'm equipping them as we read over there because we want to be this church that is a resource for others for them to be doing something that they might be shaking over here but because if I'm not working intentionally to see them growing I will never grow so I want to handle them the microphone because they have precious word of God share with us who starts Uh, yeah. Um, good morning everybody 
so obviously when JP asked if I wanted to preach, uh, I didn't want to. I was like, no, 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 I'm not a preacher. And he quite rightly corrected me that we're all preachers. Uh, so I agreed. Um, and all week it's been on my mind, what you want me to say, Lord? Um, you know, give me a verse or give me... Um, and the the one thing that God had placed it on, on my heart to share was, it was time. Uh, and it was... We, we've all got time and we all fill our time with so much busyness, um, whether it be sport, work, um, videos, whatever it is that we're into. And we're all like, very busy going about our days and weeks. Um, but it was God, God just said to me, he said, you need to make time for me. If, if, I need, if you want to grow, you need to make time for me. You need to spend time in prayer, in my word. Um, and, and that is the, se the sense of him, uh, of, of you, like in fellowship and things like that. that. That's him watering you, you watering yourself in God's word and prayer. Um, uh, and that's the, the one thing he was saying to me, that's how you're going to grow. He was saying, Tony, if you don't spend time with me, then you're not going to grow. Y you need to... Um, you need to be with me, basically. You need to put aside um, video games or your favourite series or whatever it is and make time for me. Um, uh, so I've got one verse that I, um, I want to share. Um, and it was um, Colossians, I think, uh, Colossians 2, verse 6. And it, uh, it's the NLT. It's... And now, just if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you are taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. So that was the one verse that I just wanted to share. But um, for, for me, God was just saying, look, if you want to grow tone, you need to... Um, reevaluate how you're spending your time and you need to make time for me um, and put yourself in areas for me to water you so you can grow in every area of your life basically hallelujah can you just also share about because we, we met together on Wednesday to prepare this and there was something that was to my heart when you shared about how we shape one another and how we are responsible for the growth of uh, uh, yeah yeah so i said to jp i said the verse that uh, sprung to my mind house uh, group was iron sharpens iron how one man sharpens another or one woman sharpens another um uh, and so if, if we want to grow we need to challenge each other be honest with one another um open and vulnerable as hard as that sometimes is and um yeah sometimes say things that we're uncomfortable saying but ultimately knowing that we're not going to get judged um and that we can come to one another and help one another in whatever area we're struggling with
Thank you. Um, it's great to be able to share um, what God's been placing on my heart. And I have to be honest, uh, before JP invited me, I and <clears throat> when he asked us to go over to his house, I definitely had no idea about what I was going to share. Um, mind blanks, constant mind blanks. Um, and when we gathered together, I felt the Holy Spirit just say, to me just open your eyes and see and I thought what, what do you mean Holy Spirit where are you leading me um, and I've got a sort of really simple illustration that actually the Holy Spirit was sharing and I didn't realize it until I looked back so over the last few weeks my wife and I've been really busy um, we helped uh, she was nannying um, a family and some of that fam uh, there was two boys so one of them's four one of them's eight and the older one had football, um, so he went to football pretty much every evening. Um, I took him on the weekend to play a football game. And uh, what I witnessed, uh, I realised was quite profound. It was the Holy Spirit talking to me, so I saw this team. The boy was part of the team, and their team was getting, for for want of a better, better word, just getting destroyed. They're, they were losing. They're, there was a boy in goal who kept letting them in. And I could see him starting to cry. Uh, after three or four goals had gone in, there was one halfway line shot that went right over the top, uh, into the top corner, and he just watched it, and I saw his face despair. Uh, and then from behind me, uh, I just hear the voice of, must have been the goalkeeper's dad saying, go on, son, keep your head up, keep going, stay strong. Um, and it's just really simple illustration that God has given me saying, you know, just keep going. There, there's difficulties there. There's times where shots will be fired against you. Just keep going. And this father, he didn't stop. As the game went on, he just kept encouraging, encouraging, encouraging. And it's, it's like the example of um, that's, that's what God is doing with us in our lives. And that's how he wants us to grow. He wants us to be challenged, but to go through the challenge. Um, and I, I could just... I could just see that and it, it made me quite emotional thinking about it and it's led me to sort of my train of thought really which is um, what is the definition of growth um, it's something that increases in size or a process of increasing in amount value or importance so thinking about that it's a very um, visual um, representation but actually what what about spiritually so what does the bible say um, about gr growth and I remember sharing a few weeks ago um, this verse, but it's really strong in my heart at the moment, and it's in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Um, it's trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Increase trust in him and you will grow. So, and then I thought, well, that's what the Bible says, but what about Jesus? What does he say about growth? Um, and immediately to my mind came the parable of the mustard seed. Um, there's, it's, it's described in a few ways because Jesus teaches it in a few ways to different crowds, to different audiences, maybe to different um, rece receptions, really, of, of, of people. Um, and in, in Matthew 13, it says, He told them another parable. The kingdom of he heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it was the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it's the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds can come and perch in its branches. 
Has anyone seen a mustard seed before? Yes. It's really, really, really small. And, and the mustard plant grows uh, to a large bush. And it's saying that it, it can shelter birds um, and they come and perch in its branches. But actually, um, I did a bit of research and some mustard seeds can grow into trees that are 30 feet tall. Uh, and it's just another example of the church for me is you, you plant a seed and you nurture it and you water it, as Tony's saying, and it will, it will grow and be attractive. Um, but it will also bear many fruits. It will bear more seeds to increase that growth. Um, and I think it's just the way I felt when we met together on the, um, on, on the, on the week evening was we, we are stronger together. We're, we're, you know, if, if we come together and pray, we are stronger. Um, and I thought, actually, there's a little bit of a challenge there because the enemy wants to isolate us. Um, and doesn't like seeing us grow. Um, and I think in, in James, and I can't remember which verse it says, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Uh, and to me, I was just thinking, if you practice your faith um, and you go for it with all of your heart, it will be alive. But if you, if you have faith, but you don't act on it, um, where will it go? And it's a challenge. It's a real challenge. Um, and I felt God say to me, um, grow, stop spectating and start participating. And that was a real challenge. But, you know, I just wanted to end it on the idea of actually God is challenging us to grow. And if we don't um, go out of our comfort zone and sit on a stage with two of our mates, then it's really, yeah. Thanks, JP, and thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. But it's this, that's the challenge. God wants us to grow and increase together. We are stronger together. I don't have any fear of what is happening over here. And when we were together, we're like, we're gonna speak anything good. Are we gonna do anything? Are we gonna speak anything that will make sense? I was saying, I don't, I don't mind if we say something that doesn't make sense. Because what transforms is the spirit. And the spirit has power by this principle. What we're representing this morning over here when the three of us get together on the stage is a principle of unity. And this, this principle for you of unity that supports any growth. If the body is not joined together, it's impossible. Jesus, when he, he's the head of the body and we are going to heaven with him, the body will get into heaven perfectly. There will be no missing finger on the body. There will be no part left on the body. The body will be all together because it has grown and reached maturity together. And for us to be finishing, have you ever seen this? What is that? A bonsai. I asked Levi. Levi is the king of plants. If you need any help with plants, you can ask him a few tips about it. And there's a bonsai. And do you know what is a bonsai? The bonsai, yeah, in, in Portuguese is bonsai. So if I say wrong, it's just because I'm saying Portuguese. And you, 
you probably need to start learning Portuguese. Yeah, come on. But a bonsai, it's, it's not a tree which their which, which DNA changed. They never did uh, a change on its DNA to create a bonsai. How do they do? What is a bonsai? So bonsai means a tree that was planted on a tray. On a tray? On a bandeja? A pot. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, and this, when you read about the bonsai, the intention of making a bonsai is to create a copy of reality. So when you see this, it looks like a true vine. It looks like a tree because it's created to be a copy of reality. But a copy of reality is not reality. So you can call it a bonsai and you can try to call it a tree because it's healthy, it's alive, produce fruits, everything else. If you don't water, it will die. But it's a copy of reality. How do you make this copy of reality? You suffocate its growth. You control and you limit the growth of this plant. Jesus comes to us on John 15 and he says what? I am the true vine. And who is first of all the gardener? There is a principle over there that is beautiful. That more than God, he says that the, the, the gardener is the father. He starts the John 15 saying that I am the true vine and the person who is responsible to look after the, the tree, to prune the tree, is not only God, but he is the father. If I relate to the God with the pruning, I'll get mad with him when he prunes me. Because the one who corrects his children with love is the father. With God, I will be like, why are you doing this to me? You have all power to do something. I don't understand why you're pruning me. Because you could do something and you're not doing. But the person who understands that the gardener, first of all, the father, sees the love throughout the pruning. And Jesus comes and says, my father comes. And all the branches who are not producing fruits, all the plants that are not growing, he does what to it? The ones that are not producing fruits, he, no, he cut it and throw away. The ones that are producing fruits, he prunes. The ones that are choosing not to grow, because choosing not to grow is choosing to what? To die. In science, you learn that the cycle of life of a tree is birth, grow, multiplication in a flower, for example, and then dead. That's a natural process of growth, of multiplication of a flower. But for God, he says, the one that are not producing fruits, I throw away, but the one that are producing, I prune. For what? 
to grow more. And grow means what? Produce fruits. In the kingdom of God, there is a challenge for us. And that's how I want to finish. Because the kingdom of God, and when Jesus says in this chapter, John 15, on verse 8, he says something really beautiful. He says, this is how my father is glorified. How is the father glorified? It's not by giving small fruits or big fruits because the size of it is not under question. But there is an information that talks about the fruits. And that's why this church is so committed to grow. We are not committed to give big fruits or small fruits because the size doesn't matter to us. But there's a commitment with us as a church. That's why they're here doing something challenging for them. Because Jesus says that my father is glorified that you go and you bear much fruits. So the father is not glorified if you go and you bear few fruits. That's what he's saying over here. But JP, what is much fruit? If you bear one, two is much fruits. If you bear three, four is already much fruits. It's not about the number itself, but there's a calling for us. There's a calling over our life. The youth is over here this morning. I want to finish with them. I'm not calling them on the stage, don't worry. I keep telling them that I'm going to do. But they are growing. They are growing. I love them. And I have a commitment with them until the end to see them growing. They are, we are doing on the, on the youth something each week. Some of them needs to grow. Sally, she was sharing last week, right, Sally? Was it good? Was it challenge? Yeah. Were you nervous? But it was good. Jonah, you shared first, you and Dave. Was it a challenge? Did you want to punch me a little? A lot? <laughs> this next week is the hankings on Tuesday. I'm so happy about it. Because what, my friends? If we always do what we can do, we'll never grow. I call this man my personal trainer. Come on. And we talk, and we've been once to the gym together. Never again. <laughs> and I keep telling about, we are transforming the church, a big kingdom garden. Because we only do what we like. We only do what we can do. If someone challenged me to do something, it's too much. Oh, we are talking about Holy Spirit. That's normal way. Oh, that song. I don't like that song. Mm. Hannah will live in the worship. It's too good for me. If you always carry the weight that you can't cope, you'll never grow. So I want to finish. And I want to finish with this friendship. These guys, they bless me so much. 
I want to have the eyes of this, that this man has. He sees everyone. Without any judgment. We go out together. And he first much he could be the mayor of Hereford. He knows every person in the city. And not only that, he cares for them. He stops to talk to every one of them. And this man has a heart like I hardly ever seen in my life. He's strong and gentle at the same time. I'm happy that they are here. Because they are representing something that we want to see in this church. We don't want you to use your gifts just serve in an area. Barnaby, it's not there Barnaby. I've been meeting Barnaby every Thursday now. For maybe three weeks or something, four weeks. It's one of my favorite days of the week. And we are talking about reading Romans together. Because when we are together, and he was here, I was going to tell him that the next one preaching together with me would be him. But I'll tell him in person, don't worry. <laughs> because we are committed to one another to see growth. Are you growing? Let's finish with praying, but let's finish to pray together. I'm going to ask my friends to pray. Can you have a stand, please? Can we go back to the, the, the slide that says the church we want to see? Okay. The search we seek. Sorry, yeah. That's our prayer as a church. Each one of you has a gift. I was seeing some singing over there. I saw a photo a couple of months ago. A few singing in Brazil. That means that we've been on this journey a little bit longer, right? But people are using their gifts in this church. And we want you to grow. Because the church we seek is where God's spirit transforms our life. First, to make us more like Jesus Christ. Where every person, every person, my friend Jake, my friend Dave, my friends, the ones that are going to Australia are coming back. Everyone, despite the age, despite the gender, despite of anything, everyone grows and develops in their faith and is trained, is put to do things that don't like, is put to share things, are trained and equipped. Dave Bezant, I was blessed by you inviting your life group to be responsible for, communi for communion. That was amazing. Well done. Equipped for life and ministry. Enabling, enabling them to fulfill their God's given destinies. A church where there is a multiplication of gifts and ministries to the new people and the next generation. A church that is called to act as a resource for wider church in Hereford and beyond. God wants to use you.
Adriano, you represent something. Come over here, let's pray together. If I come over here first to finish. I just invite them because they represent something beautiful. They represent growth. That you are part of this group. Adrian, can you pray for us? Father God, we pray here for growth of everyone in this church. We pray for that we can do this together, not alone. As JP said, we can't grow alone. I ask that every day and every moment we can be more like you. We can be more like Jesus and that your love overflows through us and that people can see through our lives that we are different, that we have you. I ask for faith to go to the challenges and say, I can do it. And that knowing that you do not, you do not need people who are able to do it because you can make anybody able to do everything. David beat Goliath with a slingshot. So we here can do everything. I ask for to bless this Sunday and the week from for everyone here. And amen. Leave this place committing to see growth with someone. It's not alone. It's not alone. If you choose to be alone, you're choosing to be a bonsai. That is a copy of reality, but it's not a tree. Looks like a tree, produces fruits like a tree. But it's not, it's a copy of reality. But you are the true part of the true vine that is Jesus Christ. And you have a coffee over there. Grab someone and say, look, I'm not going to give up. You don't answer his messages properly, but I'm not going to give up. <laughs> you take three weeks to reply a message, but I'm not going to give up. Because that's what we do. doesn't matter. We are committed to see growth. And we will see growth. Mark chapter 5 says that day and night, if they do something or not, it grows. Because God is faithful. God bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen.